Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Deacon Bob. And I'm not a crazy world. Well, maybe I'm a crazy world. How are you, Robert? You're a crazy, you're a crazy world unto yourself. A wild and crazy guy. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember that. I not remember seeing old days. reruns of that. You probably saw that in real time. I, I'm that sure was when I did. Steve Martin had a little bit of dark hair. And Steve, I was going to say, and Steve Martin was funny, but is Steve Martin always funny? Yes. Okay. I think okay. so. I mean, some people say, he, you know, comedy changes over time, like the kind of humor people have. He, he always had a great cerebral humor, and I've always thought he was- Appreciated that, right, right. And, and I mean, just an amazing writer. You know, sometimes people don't give him enough credit for- uh, the scripts that he wrote, as well as just his ability to act. I, I actually love Steve Martin. I got to go he see actually... I got to go see a Steve Martin Martin short evening one time in Pittsburgh. Oh. It was oh. it was great. It was called A Night You'll Soon Forget. Have you heard of the comedian I know that I've sent you stuff him, Nate Bargazzi? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's very really funny. funny and he's totally clean. He's actually gonna be in Wheeling, I think in September. I'm gonna try to go see him. Is, is he really? We should go see yeah, him together. Yeah. We should get him on the show. Oh, that's a good that's that's a good goal for us to shoot for. <laughs> that's a good goal for us to shoot for. That's great. That would be awesome. Well, we're not together well, today, but we're going to figure out where I am later because there's yes, too much sports to catch up. There's just too on. much going on sports. Obviously, a major finals game occurred, and you know what I'm talking about, Dave. You're loving it. The Las Vegas Golden Knights played the Florida Panthers. Yes, uh, captain oh, by Mike or just one out. Mike Kachuk. Um, the the Knights beat the Panthers and they're up one zero. That's 1-0. where we okay. are in the series and right they play now. Tonight? And as of the time of this recording, uh, yeah. I think they're going to play. They're going to play certainly by the time people hear this on Wednesday, they'll play again. I think they beat. Uh, it was really kind bad, of a commanding like five to two, five to two or something like that. Yeah, it was two two going into the third period, and then the gates just opened. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's going to be quite a series, I think. But another exciting series is or, or in the let me NBA. Just let, let me just oh, jump into that real quick. I was this uh, up in Toronto. and We're going to talk a little bit about the Toronto trip on the second part that we do. Uh, just so we're clear with people, there really are parts and sections to this podcast. We just want everybody <laughs> to know that. Um, but and we make it sound like we've planned with, it. Yeah, one of the gentlemen I was with... Uh, is a partial minority owner. And I don't know how much you have to own to be a minority owner of the uh, Las Vegas, what are they? The hockey team. What's, the go- what's the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights, yeah. 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 So again, I don't know exactly how much what? he owns. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely crazy. Get us tickets. Um, <laughs> I think everybody who lives in Green Bay, Wisconsin, is a minority oh, yeah. owner of the Packers. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you never know. That's what that's that's exactly right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's got a big bobblehead that I don't know. But actually, that's not <laughs> right. true because I I know that. Anyway, yeah. So he seems like he's got a little bit more money than yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it wasn't yeah. just a bobblehead, right? Yeah, right. yeah. Fair enough. But fair but enough. you're 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 moving so, on to the big news here. Yeah, the big one in the NBA. Uh, exciting action. So. Uh, this is recording on Monday last night. So the Nuggets beat the um, Miami Heat. Denver Nuggets beat the Miami Heat game one pretty solidly. And of course, people were writing the Miami Heat off because that's what writing they've been doing off. all Sweet. season. Everyone, everyone brought and their last night, to the hip. 
last night, uh, the Miami Heat won uh, 111 to 108. It was exciting, right to the buzzer finish, uh, and it's going to be a great series. And what was the difference maker for the Miami Heat? Who did they start? Dwayne Wade. Kevin Love. Ke- oh. oh, that actually would be amazing. But uh, <laughs> Kevin Love. Did he really start? I don't think I've seen him the whole yeah, series. Yeah, he started and he dominated. They needed a big guy and he played his mind out. I mean, he was just all over the Joker and their defense was insane. I mean, they just they just mauled him the whole time. It was the a Joker very is pretty game. Im- It's going to be a great he's series. He's pretty impressive though. Like yes. if you had before, I don't, as we know, I don't follow the NBA a great deal. If you would have shown me a picture of this guy, I would have had no idea that he's a two-time NBA MVP. I mean, but yeah. I guess, well, I don't guess. I, since the, the series have started, I've watched him. He's a beast. I he's mean, unreal. Just, he's the new LeBron really, James. He's yeah, really, seven feet he's tall, 285 pounds, 25 years old, 24 he's years from old. Serbia? Serbia? Is that where right. he's from? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, he's yeah. just... He, he so lightning talented. passes, um, usually gets triple doubles. I mean, just yeah, dominates yeah. the game. I mean, yeah. it's uh, he's a freak of nature. He's he's really exciting. You know, you mentioned mm-hmm. D Wade, and I, it reminds me of a quote a couple years ago. Somebody asked Michael Jordan when the Warriors um, were dominating if the '96 Bulls or you know the '99 Bulls could have beaten right. the the Warriors, and he he thought about it and he said. He said, it'd be close. They might win, but it would be close. And someone said, you think they might win? And Jordan's response was, well, we are in our 60s. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really funny. Which is awesome. So anyway. That's really And then funny. let's go to the world of baseball. Let's. Uh, the most I'm exciting always, world possible. I'm always, I'm always happy to be there. I know you are. And actually, I took uh, my son to another game. No rain delay today. Or that day. Oh, this is, tur- this is turning we out to, to be this is turning out to be a regular habit with father son type it, thing going on. It, well, you know, I try to do what my kids want to do, and so we sat um, in the statistically most likely place where we would catch a baseball. That's where he wanted to sit. So it was, okay. I think it was, I think he called them the bleachers. I didn't even have seats. It was just a bench with a number on it, uh, and okay, I was surrounded okay. by other small children. So clearly, I got the cheap yeah, seats, probably. and it was cheap. It was like twenty bucks. It was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a sunny day. It was a beautiful thing. Uh, they started on time. I made sure that you know I'm going on a on a clear day, dude. Uh, I'll I'll even use the word excitement. So it was two one into the ninth inning. Oh, you stayed for the and, whole game. And the uh, I got wait wait, wait. did Dave, you stay for the whole game? No, I I just heard the end of it on the radio, but um, I I left it about the fifth inning. But there was like strikeouts and stuff. It was really cool. Oh, Aiden amazing. got tired. You're amazing. Aiden got tired. Right, now, fair enough. I didn't push it. He fair got enough. tired. He's a kid, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's like falling asleep on my shoulder. I'm like, there you go. But it is. It was so. Who won? Don't leave me hanging. Uh, the Pirates won. They swept the Cardinals. So what does that mean, Bob? I I think they won a lot. There were brooms How and many? stuff. People were very How exciting. Many? How many? I games? think I think there's four games. I think there's four games. It's possible. It's usually a three game series, but it could have been four. No, the the, the no. Actually, Pirates I'm quite sure been, this was four games. Yeah. Was it okay? The Pirates have been, yeah, they've had they've they've been a really sprinting team. That's one of the things that I actually like about baseball is you've got 162 games, and there's just 
ebbs and flows of a season. You can go four, five, yeah. six, eight, 10, 12 games where you're really, really playing well and they go in a slump. And that's why nobody, you know, like, unlike football, you know, if you lose one game in football, oh my goodness, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. But in baseball, right. you've got 362 more games in the yeah, rest of yeah, the month. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. It's, it's pretty right. amazing. Triple headers. So the closer for pirates, Dave Bednar, I was trying to remember his name actually closed out all four games of the Cardinals against the Cardinals, which I guess is okay, unusual, okay. but okay, he, he okay. finished it with three strikeouts. And here's another interesting thing about baseball. Dave, you probably know this. So if you're the home team and you're and you're leading and you close out the beginning of the ninth inning, you don't have to play the rest of it. It's like a bonus for like, good job. You don't have to work the whole day. Like you don't you're have to ador- play the rest of the ninth inning. You're adorable. I just think it's a, I think it's an encouraging work ethic that you should bring about at Franciscan University. Yeah, you're, you're, you're adorable. What if you yep. took, what if you took yep, all the rules of baseball works. and applied it to Franciscan? Three strikes and you're like, out. What if, what if my evaluations <laughs> only needed to be 300, like, like a third good? I'd be a Hall of Famer. You'd be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, if one out of three said you were doing a good job, you'd be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, Aaron Judge, is that a guy? Uh-huh. Yep. He's like batting like 600 or something stupid. Mm, I mean, I guess it's not that, but maybe is he really, really hot? Yeah, he's he's yeah, uh, he's, he, he's as hot as he was last year, and I guess he broke some record last year. Yeah, he broke the home run record uh, oh, yeah. for the for the American League, I believe it was. All right. For well, the Yankees. all listeners, but let the it be known is, that I'm trying to have conversations about baseball here. Okay, there's a couple and things cl- that I'm just really proud about. The fact that you didn't know the bottom of the ninth and you came to understand that it's great because it is one of the interesting things about baseball, which is great. But Aaron Judge, like I think he's honestly, Bob, I think he's like six eight or something like that. He's a beast. Wow. He's really, really good. He's a right fielder for the Yankees. I mean, he's just Yeah. He's phenomenal. I think he's making something yeah. like forty five million dollars a year. It's That's crazy okay. money. Good for him. Yeah. It's and then it's who's the guy money. in the Angels? Ochani? Yeah. Is that how he's you say a beast his name? Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's an, he's amazing. Yeah, I guess he's like okay, pitching so, and hitting like crazy. So this is an interesting thing we haven't talked about. The whole Dodgers um Sisters of Indulgence. Oh, Did you Yeah, why that? don't we talk about that? Oh, it's just crazy. It's a uh gay, lesbian, transgender group. They call themselves the Sisters of Indulgence. I don't even remember. They the dress Sisters up of like Perpetual nuns. Indulgence. Perpetual Indulgence and they dress up like nuns. And mm-hmm. some of their names are just profane they're sacrilegious i mean so the dodgers apparently they were invited and they got disinvited which was the right decision and then this group came out the whole gay lesbian transgender group came out and the dodgers not only re-invited them they doubled down and it's like it's so it's so offensive across the board but it's particularly so offensive to catholics and it's just it's just nuts and there's been all kinds of outcry about it um it's funny because we're going to be out in California and going to some baseball games. We're not going to the Dodgers. We're going to be, end up going to the Angels. But we reached out to the Angels because there was a post that said the Angels invited them too. And we reached out to them, and they made it really, really clear. They said, we did not do that. We are not honoring them. Good. That's not a decision. Yeah, it was really, really good. And then I through some connections. I found that the Angels actually have in their – kind of their higher up, some really good faithful Catholics. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to go to the Angels game and we're going to invite some religious sisters to go with us. 
to try nice. to make some kind of a point. But it's just, it's just awful. I mean, yeah, yeah. It was just, and, and then all the stuff that's obviously going on with Target right now. I don't shop a lot at Target, but this is apparently Pride Month or something like that, which is just well, it is Pride Month. But you know, there is a difference, I think, between. Um, you know, people in the LGBT That's community, fair. you know, making a statement of their beliefs and having a sense of pride for that. Obviously, we don't agree with that. But then you look at the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, it, it's a mockery of Catholicism. And I think that's yeah. where the line was drawn. It's more than right. just a, You're right. hey, it's you should respect us and you should have pride for us. Okay, you know, that's America. That's like part of like, okay, that's just the way it is. But right, Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence is a direct attack and mockery of the Catholic faith. And and it has been, A, horrible to see the Dodgers bring them back and apologize to them. Now, I, apparently the Dodgers have said, we're going to have a faith and family day. And people are saying, no, no, that that one thing doesn't equal the other. You're completely yeah, yeah. missing the point. You know, it'd be like mm. saying, like, we're going to have, like, a Nazi rally, and then we'll say, oh, okay, we'll have a day for Jewish families. It's like, no, you don't understand. Like, one group is anti another group, you know, mm -hmm. and that's just not what we should be doing. Um, and then a lot of folks in baseball, I think your guy from the Washington Nationals have, has really spoken out against yeah, it, a Williams. number of baseball players. Actually, have, some of the Dodgers have come out and too. just said, like, this isn't right. Yeah. It's interesting just how things of religion, I, and I think we're going to talk about it next, but I was up in Toronto went Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Friday, something like that. But I just was noticing, and, and I mean, it's such a traditional, traditionally Catholic area, but some of the things, so in, in the period of like two blocks, um, I saw a store, it was called Holy Soul, and it was a cannabis store, which is crazy. And then th there's like a, multiple stores it's uh, a restaurant and it's called the priest burger and its tagline is redeeming burgers one at a time and i just the the language that they use that are so in both of these situations both catholic religious that are used in in a manner that again if we were to do that against i don't know some group or this that or the other things that that another organization holds or a group of people holds dear I mean, there would be this outcry, but that's that's simply not the case anymore. And I mean, it's just another evidence that we live in a profoundly pro post-Christian world uh, that that it's okay, and it's not only okay, it's celebrated to uh, be prejudiced against uh, people of beliefs and religious beliefs. It's kind of a crazy time. Well, and in some ways, I would say to that, praise God. You know, Jesus told us that we'd be persecuted. If we're not being persecuted, we're not doing something right. You yeah, know, yeah, that yeah. there's a reason why, you know, everybody's cool with everything except for you guys. And that's because the church is trying to stand for the truth. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, we want to just keep praying for those that are being persecuted. We want to pray for the courage to continue oh to speak gosh. the truth. I would say in love, you know, like, I mean, the, the reaction can be anger, sarcasm, let's fight fire with fire. But we really want to fight the fires of hell with the fire of the Holy Spirit, which is a fire of love um and the fire of faithfulness and so you know if we're going to be persecuted for doing what is right then as saint peter says praise god to that you Good. seem to we've have a little, a little epiphany promo. in the middle of my talk well we've got a promo but it, it'll go into our uh, the segue there so if we oh, have a promo perfect. or something well, like that, here we yeah, go and then go into the segue. music 
We are meant to abide in Jesus' great love for us. However, our past wounds and sins can hold us back. So how can we break through these barriers and grow in trusting God? Heather Kim. Hey, Heather Kim. Our friend from the Abiding Together podcast discussed this topic on a recent episode of Franciscan University Presents. Heather joined our very own Father Dave and Franciscan theology professors Dr. Scott Hahn and Dr. Regis Martin to talk about the healing and transforming power of God. Watch the full episode at faithandreason.com. That's faithandreason.com. Again, faithandreason.com is our university website uh, where we have lots of great videos and podcasts. There's other podcasts. It's not just us. Um, and we have Franciscan University Presents as a video and as a podcast. And did that tie in with what Heather was talking about, Father Dave? Well, there's so many tie-ins right now. I mean, this podcast may turn into be two or three hours, honestly. Okay. Just so many tie-ins. <laughs> okay, so here's all of our tie-ins. Heather lives in what country? Toronto Canada. or Canada. And where yeah, was Vancouver, I? Vancouver, actually. Canada. But is that is that Canada? Toronto. But she doesn't Toronto actually is in even Canada. live in But she doesn't actually live in Vancouver. But that's that's beside the point. I forget. Really? And yeah. Oh. She lives in Abbotsford. But um so I'm going to Scotland and who's going with me? Me? <laughs> Surprise. Dr. Scott Hahn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Is Heather going, going with you to Scotland? Yeah. She is. She is. Dude, why does yeah. every why don't you ever take me anywhere? Did you sign up for it? So you're taking next, a trip to question. Scotland and Heather signed up for it. Well, she signed up because we asked her to, but anyway. <laughs> um, That's my point. Okay, but here's my here's my other point. What was my other point? What's happening there? in Scotland? Um, Wait, are you doing like a pilgrimage or something? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And we leave in about ten days, I think. 10 days, something like that. Ooh, that but sounds anyway. fun. Okay. Um, but mar um, uh, martyrdom, no, martyrdom. Um, what was the word we were talking about? Uh, well, we were kind of, we were talking yeah. about standing up yeah. for the faith, suffering yeah. for what is right. Right, persecution. So we went yeah. to, so I was up in Toronto, I was doing a retreat up there, and we went to the mm -hmm. shrines of, uh, it's called the Martyr Shrine. It was a shrine of uh, St. John Brebeuf. And uh, again, companions. So John, John really leads in with that. But it was really, right. it was really a beautiful. Um, it was a beautiful. Was that Isaac Jogues as well, or that was that some, was that somewhere different? Uh, it was Wasn't Isaac Jogues part I, of the North American Martyrs? Okay. He was okay. So that was the North American Martyrs, and this is called the Martyr Shrine. And and the North American okay. Martyrs, I believe, are in Northern New York, and this is just Orisville, north of Toronto. Yeah, and this is just north okay. of Toronto. Got it. And it's John Brebeuf. Uh, and they, they were there together in, in this area just north of Toronto together. I think it's called St. Marie, actually. St. Mary. Mm -hmm. And But he was a martyr. But it was just it, the Jesuits. I forget what the date was. I should know. I, I should know, but I don't remember. Um, it was just beautiful. It, it's, it's interesting what the government of Canada did is. Have you been to Williamsburg? Yes. Where, yeah, you go, it, you know, people are in costume characters and those kinds of things. So they've right. done this, that this whole same type of thing in this region. And it's actually where the Jesuits lived and they've, yeah. 
built it up and the ruins and stuff. They actually have exactly where St. John was, was martyred, and there's a little grave there. And then across the road, they've got a beautiful church, and it, his remains are there. But it's just, I mean, wow. he, the, they share one of the letters that he wrote back to France. Um, it was interesting, too, that they made a distinction that the Jesuit who was giving us the tour, he said that when people think of the Jesuit missionaries, they think of the mission. And he said, he was, just the reality is those were the Spanish and the Portuguese Jesuits. The French Jesuits actually approached things really quite differently. So uh, the, the, the kind of the military conquest, and that was not a part, not, that's not the right word, but the, the relationship with the military and the government wasn't as pronounced with, with the French. Yeah. We don't need to get into it. But one of the things that they, they did is that they built, the first thing they did is they built a, a community where the Jesuits were going to be able to live together and that. So the first group that came over, there were eight of them that lived and uh, four of them died during the winter just because of the harshness of winter. And yeah. they just shared the life of, and this was just the, the weather that they had to deal with, right? But the life that these men lived and, and all for service of the gospel. And then Ultimately, John Brebeuf was martyred. If you, if you Google him and read his martyrdom, it's just, it's just unbelievable what these guys went through. And hmm. we, we complain, I complain, you know, if, if you know, I, I go to the rental car and it's not ready or something messes up, right? It's like my life is so difficult. But these men were just, and, and women, but it was just really, really remarkable and very, very inspirational. It's one of those things that I've, I've been to lots of holy places and pilgrimage sites. It's like, oh, what's this going to be like? But it was really, really moving, very, very powerful. Mm. So if, if you've got nothing else to do, uh, Google St. John Buff. And uh, yeah, it's a really beautiful story. That's awesome. You know, I've been to Toronto a number of times. I don't even think I knew about that place. It's about an hour and 45 minutes north of Toronto. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's a bit of a hike. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. That, yeah. That yeah. But from the then, it was, it was really cool. From then, I went. It's funny. Um, so you know that we've talked about. We can talk about your project as well because it's all done. You've got something to show us. But uh, so from there, we I'm working on the father's father, and we had basically put everything in the can. All the filming was done. But uh, I think a lot of people who listen know of Father Jacques Philippe. He's a French uh, priest. He belongs to the community of the Beloved. Uh, no, excuse me, the Beatitude community uh, out of France. So we were scheduled to film him last November, but he was in an accident, broke several ribs, so we canceled it. And I just kind of figured, well, that's not going to happen. It wasn't the Lord's will. Well, about two and a half weeks ago, he reached out and said he was going to be in Denver. And if we wanted to film, he would be happy to do that. So I went from Toronto to, to Denver, and we filmed Father Jacques Philippe uh, yesterday morning. And it was just I don't know. Have you ever read anything that he's done? I read his book, Interior Freedom. It's Interior Freedom, which is book. really, really beautiful. He's just written, and most of his books are fairly short, and that's one of the things I actually yeah. really appreciate about him, just some nuggets that are really beautiful. Uh, he also wrote a book on fatherhood and priesthood and the fatherhood, which is really one of the things I want to talk to him about. So I yeah. went and, and interviewed him. So now everything is done for that project, and that'll be coming in. And speaking of done projects... Before you do that, did you did you did you call it the Father's Father? Is that the name of your the video series? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, cool. it's called My Father, My Father's Father. 
Yeah, because oh, we, okay. we we had started this before before Dad passed away. But when Dad passed away, it kind of changed the focus a little bit. So mm. that's what we we've titled it, "My Father's Father." Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, oh, that's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, it was really beautiful, yes. and I I really appreciate Father Jacques Philippe very much. So it was a great morning. When yep, do you think that's going to be available? The fall, late fall. This oh okay great so this year twenty twenty four yeah twenty twenty three yeah 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 awesome well yes I'm actually very excited my CD came out yay it just literally arrived in the mail yesterday and those that uh, supported me on Kickstarter I'm going to start sending them out that's the exciting part of course sending out physical copies but um, it'll be available streaming I hope sometime soon I'll give a shout out to that you know there's just something about um, like holding something that you've been working on for a while, you know, like whether it's a CD or maybe Dave, you felt that way. Like, you know, when you finally, like the first time you get the book that you've been working on and it comes in the mail and I don't know. Yeah. Do yeah. That no, that's absolutely right. Things? Oh, abs- abs- absolutely right. Yeah. 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 That's funny. I remember the, the first book I did to, to actually hold it and see, yeah, that you're absolutely right. What was the first book you did? Well, the first one I did was Rock by God. We did that through the university. And then the yeah, next one was. Yeah, I remember that was um the freedom book but you know it's really weird when you were saying that i i the thing that crossed my mind is it must be wild the first time you hold your baby your first baby that must be something that's just like when you actually hold in this case it was john it must have yeah. been something just to hold him and, and this is your child and that's that must be really something pretty wild yeah i'm told that's a pretty amazing experience um for many oh, that's people right. yeah, i i was so grossed out Oh. Yeah, I forgot. Later I on, it got exciting. The, 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 yeah, the initial moments yeah. was just blood and grossness. And okay, okay. It's like an alien. I forgot. I forgot, I forgot we went but to I love that you, dark John. place with you. Yeah, it yeah. was a dark place. But he he got cuter once they like That's great. got the mucus and blood and stuff off him. Uh, but speaking great. of my wife, I just a shout out to my wife, uh, who is currently driving our kids to a horse camp uh, because... Sometimes, you know what, it's it's hard to find a time that Dave and I can do the podcast together. And often my wife sacrifices her schedule and time so that we can have this podcast. So a thank you to my beautiful wife, Jennifer, on behalf of Father Dave and I, and all the listeners Wait, that get Jen, to hear thank these you episodes. So, much. so Jen, I'm sorry I missed you the other night during the basketball game, but I think you may have been a little bit tired because you did have some kind of a wedding going on and all that. But when I come <laughs> back the next time, I will make you... Um, a buffalo chicken dip, or you can make it and I'll bring the chips. <laughs> I was going to say, that's what she makes. <laughs> she does it. She's so sweet. Every time I come over, she makes it. And it is, I don't know what she does, but it's like crack. It is so good. She just, she just adds love to it. It's incredible. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Thanks, Jen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amen. Real quick. We have to, where am I? And then we, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. So you already shared that you were in Toronto and that you ended up in Denver, but now Uh you are at a place with, uh, that's, that looks like rich mahogany. Um, uh, is it a country club? Is it a hotel lobby? Are you in Arizona? It's a Hampton Inn room, so it's not a country club and it's not <laughs> luxurious. I mean, this is my coffee cup right here. Though, though compared to the, your normal backgrounds, this actually is one of the nicest no, <laughs> backgrounds you, that we've you, had you for know you when you're funny. traveling. 
And you know what's really funny? It is one of the smallest rooms I think I've ever been in. I mean, they don't even, the the bathroom door doesn't even have a door like a normal door. It's a it's a sliding uh, like thing. A, a sliding thing, but it is a really All great. Right, give me a hint as yeah, it is. So give me a well, hint as to where you are. Actually, you know where I am because we talked about it. You've just forgotten, but that's okay. Um, um, well, let me let's see. Uh, it, it will it will it will forever be remembered with Tom Brady's career. Tampa. Oh my gosh, yeah, you're yeah. in Tampa. I am. I do not remember that, but we talked about yeah. that like weeks ago, though. So it's not like yeah. you just told me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So you're I'm in my you're in my actually, second home. It's really cool. I'm here for there's a, a conference that's going on for institutions of uh, faith based institutions and how do we deal with honestly the encroachments of government on faith based institutions and how do we protect our our fundamental religious liberties and constitutional liberties. So it's myself and 50 presidents from around the country of gathering together and, and having these conversations. So it should be a really interesting 50, couple of 50 days. 50 college presidents? Yeah, right, right, right. Wow. Yeah, all, that's, yeah, awesome. that's right. But all... Not, not, they're not all Catholic. Um, fa- they're all faith-based. Okay. They're all faith-based, mm. but they're not all Catholic. Yeah. Yeah, so it should be, are it there should any, be really cool. You, you said faith-based. Does that make them all Christian or are there other... Are there other colleges that are supported like by other faiths? Yeah, there, I don't even know yeah, that answer. Yeah, there'll be some Jewish. Uh, I'm sure there'll be okay. some Jewish uh, schools. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know all who will Mormon? be Mormon. Yeah, like, oh, BYU is a major bring, player. BYU? Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. BYU okay. is uh, on so many of these, you know, when we do briefs for the courts and all those kinds of things, BYU's got a lot of money. Mm. And... Um, we we really see eye to eye in a lot of these issues. So BYU will definitely be represented here. Awesome. Yeah. So very, it should be interesting. Cool. Should be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So there we go. Well, Tampa. this 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 weekend we celebrate the feast of Corpus Christi. Uh, thanks for your homily help. My my homily went great. I think on the uh, Most Holy Trinity Day, uh, and now we get to celebrate another incredible feast in ordinary time, uh, which is the body and blood of Jesus, and it really ties in beautifully to. Well, I guess actually it doesn't tie in. The Eucharistic revival ties in beautifully to the Feast of Corpus Christi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we've had the Feast of Corpus Christi a little bit longer than the Eucharistic revival. Uh, you may be right. You may uh, be right. From the bishops. I, I don't I haven't fact checked that, you know, which is not new for this podcast. We we try to avoid that. Um but you know, we're doing a cool thing here in Steubenville because of the Eucharistic revival the bishops are trying to organize. We're actually having well, it was going to be a procession. We've got four parishes in the Steubenville, Wintersville area, and I'm up at Blessed Sacrament, which is in Wintersville. Um, so we're beginning af- after our mass. We're doing a procession around the property, and then I guess they're putting the Eucharist on a float of some sort and driving it down to Holy Rosary Parish, where they're going to do some things there, and then they're going to drive over to Holy Family Parish, and then they're going to conclude the day at St. Peter's in downtown Steubenville, which I think is awesome. That's um, cool. Yeah, but yeah, we'll it's be, just a... Will you be able to do it? We're, we'll be at the conference. No. Okay, no, okay. actually, you're right. We'll be doing the Power and Purpose Conference, which is also beautiful that we get to end on such a major feast yeah, of yeah. Uh, the body and blood of Jesus. Not that every Mass isn't about the body and blood of Jesus, but uh, it's beautiful that we give it its own special recognition, sure, just sure, like every Mass sure. is about the Trinity as well. Um, but these these feasts in ordinary time are one of the reasons why ordinary time is probably 
tied with Advent as my favorite liturgical season. I just love the feasts of ordinary time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's interesting. Um, the the processions. I love to see. Yeah, I love to see professions or processions where, you know, just people, whatever they're doing, see the church in prayer, see the church witnessing. Yeah. Um, I remember one of my most fond memories of Corpus Christi was actually Father Joe Lehman and I, when we finished the Camino, we finished on the Feast of Corpus Christi. And so we're in Santiago, Spain, and they had just a beautiful Eucharistic procession through the streets of Santiago. Um, And and I've been involved in countless processions in in cities and towns. And it's just a really, it's a wonderful, beautiful witness. And even for somebody who doesn't like understand what's going on, it still causes them to ask, what's going on, you know, and there's, there's something yeah. about that, you know, somebody just driving by and seeing that there's something really powerful about that. So that's cool. That's too I bad that we videos. won't be able to participate in it though. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We got internet we'll, we'll just, talk over. Yeah. Just that we won't be able to participate in it, but we'll do our own celebration yeah. together at the conference. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a great weekend. Um, I think something's being live streamed, right? Is that one of the things we'll do? I think on Saturday night, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Bob. We'll, we'll figure it out by the time this weekend comes around. But it's going to be yeah. a great weekend, uh, and we're excited to see many of you. Uh, I know many of our listeners come to our adult conferences, so uh, you know, give us a shout out when we see you uh, this weekend. I know we're going to be joined by uh, Mary Bielski and Deacon Ralph Pollo and Deacon Harold Burke Sivers. Uh, and just, of course, an amazing worship band. It's actually kind of fun to be getting back into the music stuff. Uh, you know, my band arrives this week, and I just love playing worship. So, That's yeah, great. and that it gets That's to awesome. culminate in the Feast of Corpus Christi is is super, super awesome. So I bet if you want to look into it, uh, John Boyu, I think, is also speaking, yep. if I remember yep. correctly. Yep. I don't want to miss the, him. The, uh, on the Holy Spirit, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that'll be fantastic. So I hope you can join us this weekend. And certainly, uh, let's just keep each other in prayer. Let's pray for our church. Uh, this season of Eucharistic revival, uh, you know, really the Eucharist is the source and summit of everything we believe. And uh, through Jesus and the Eucharist, may we bring unity to the church and proclaim the gospel boldly. Amen. 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 Awesome. Almighty Amen. God and Heavenly Father, we thank you for loving us. We thank you for this feasts of ordinary time. We thank you for the fellowship that we have. And we just offer our hearts to you. We pray for our church. We pray for those who are suffering. We pray for the persecution, Lord, that our church faces in this country. May we continue uh, to be loving and confident in the face of suffering and persecution. May we continue to be charitable, Lord God. May we continue to proclaim and preach the truth and love. And may you guide us and all around us into your heart. May the blessing of Almighty God be upon us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 We'll see you later, Bob. Thanks, Father Dave. And thank you all for being such wonderful listeners. We hope to see some of you this weekend or at one of our adult conferences. You can check those out at steubenvilleconferences.com. And remember, we're trying to build up some fun questions to answer when sports seem to end. So you can send us an email at hope at franciscan.edu. That's hope at franciscan.edu. God bless.